Welcome to this episode of the From Sunday to Sunday podcast, a ministry of Rock of Hope Church and Pastor Aaron, designed to help the listener apply the scriptures in a meaningful, concrete, practical way throughout the week. The basis for the content of each episode comes from the weekly preaching passage at Rock of Hope Church and the associated psalm used for the congregational reading, which for the week of May 30th were Acts chapter 2, verses 36 through 40, and Psalm 69. Therefore, the listener might find it helpful to pause the podcast and read these passages before continuing. The title for this week's episode is Responding Rightly to Jesus the Lord. May we be a people who respond rightly to Jesus the Lord. Let's pray together toward that end. This prayer is adapted from a devotional prayer in the Valley of Vision titled, A Convert's First Prayer. My Father... I could never have sought my happiness in thy love unless thou hadst first loved me. Thy spirit has encouraged me by grace to seek thee, has made known to me thy reconciliation in Jesus, has taught me to believe it, has helped me to take thee for my God and portion. May he grant me to grow in the knowledge and experience of thy love and walk in it all the way to glory. Blessed forever be thy fatherly affection which chose me to be one of thy children by faith in Jesus. I thank thee for giving me the desires to live as such. In Jesus, my brother, I have my new birth, every restraining power, every renewing grace. It is by thy spirit I call thee, Father. Believe in thee, love thee. Strengthen me inwardly for every purpose of my Christian life. Let the Spirit continually reveal to me my interest in Christ and open to me the riches of thy love in him. May he abide in me that I may know my union with Jesus and enter into constant fellowship with him. By thy spirit may I daily live to thee, rejoice in thy love, find it the same to me as to thy son, and become rooted and grounded in it as a house on rock. I know but little. Increase my knowledge of thy love in Jesus. Keep me pressing forward for clearer discoveries of it so that I may find its eternal fullness. Magnify thy love to me according to its greatness and not according to my deserts or prayers. And whatever increase thou givest, let it draw out greater love to thee. Amen. Well, the last days are upon us. The arrival of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost poured out upon all God's people, marked the beginning of the end. Upon conclusion of the last days, the Lord will return to bring final and exhaustive judgment upon all creation at the day of the Lord. Prophets constantly trumpeted the magnitude of this day, announcing the fury of the Lord's righteous wrath upon sin. Because the prophets understood the consequences of the judgment, they called upon people to return or return to the Lord in order to avoid this great judgment. The prophets understood the Lord that even though His righteousness demanded justice, He relented in judgment for those who turned to Him. Therefore, when Peter proclaimed Jesus of Nazareth as Lord in Christ on that day of Pentecost, he also called upon the people to turn to the Lord and announced that the people should repent. Essentially, repentance involves a person turning from an unrighteous orientation in life and instead turning towards the Lord for righteousness. In the Hebrew Scriptures, repentance involved three elements, some sort of verbal admittance, physical enactment, and then a commitment to putting aside idols and walking in righteous works. 
The element of verbal admittance involves more than mere words, but also an inner disposition of heart that humbly recognizes the seriousness of sin against the Lord. Consider these following verses. Psalm 51, verse 17. David said, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. In 2 Kings 22, 18-19, the Lord says, The God of Israel, Regarding the words that you have heard, because your heart was penitent, and you humbled yourself before the Lord, when you heard how I spoke against this place and against its inhabitants, that they should become a desolation and a curse, you have torn your clothes and wept before me. I also have heard you, declares the Lord. And then Joel chapter 2, verses 12 through 13. Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, with mourning, and rend your hearts, not your garments. Though the wording differs somewhat, the essence is the same. Repenting or turning to the Lord involves humbly admitting one's sin against the Lord from a genuine attitude of heart, knowing that the Lord is the one to whom mankind owes allegiance, and thus authentic contrition when that allegiance is broken. Though a process of repentance restores a sinner to the Lord in salvation and marks them out as one of the righteous, God's people never outgrow their need to constantly acknowledge sin to the Lord throughout their days. Now, throughout Scripture, repentance usually denotes the initial process of an unrighteous personing entering into the salvation life. However, Scripture also refers to the righteous continually confessing or acknowledging their sin in humility and depending upon the Lord in faith for forgiveness. We see some examples of this in Psalm 32, verse 5, in Proverbs 28, verse 13, in 1 John 1, verse 9, among others. And therefore, though the righteous do not ever again repent unto salvation, we do continually confess our sin before the Lord and give verbal admittance of our unrighteous conduct. Confess literally means to speak the same word and essentially means to verbally agree with the statement of an authority. Think of a legal confession. We still use this word in this manner. If someone confesses to a crime, they are acknowledging the truth of the case laid out before them by the judge. And so when we confess our sins to the Lord, we are acknowledging our sin in accordance with the truth of our Lord and His dominion in righteousness. When He says something in truth, our confession is essentially acknowledging that. So this week, conduct yourself in repentance and confession toward the Lord according to any sin and offense against Him. Perhaps start by reading Psalm 51. In this psalm, David offers the penultimate psalm of repentance and confession. David's words reveal the right perspective of a righteous person committing sin, which, even when we sin against another person, is ultimately against the Lord. Second, put the words of the psalm into practice. After reading, spend some time praying through the psalm, then make its truths your own. Finally, Give thought to repentance and confession throughout the day. Uh, consider Jesus, whose conduct shows us the good path of righteousness. Don't simply begin the day with 
a confession of sin or confess a sin that is brought to mind, but give thought to repentance and confession throughout the day. Uh, things in which you do and say truly consider their righteousness against the standard of Jesus, whose conduct shows us the good path of righteousness. And as we practice these things, may we be a people who respond rightly to Jesus as Lord in humility of heart, authentic, genuine confession, acknowledging that he does deserve our allegiance. Grace and peace.